Welcome to the Sacred Six Podcast with Dr. Deb Doherty, hosted by me, Deb's daughter-in-law, Jackie Lutz. The Sacred Six is a toolkit for the simple, natural actions anyone can take to help them live a healthier, more active, and more fulfilling life. The word sacred is an acronym for these six lifestyle habits. In each episode of this six-part series, we will dive into one of the lifestyle habits in detail. Let's dive in. Through the S of spiritualize, and mm-hmm. now we're going to go through the A of associate, associate. Yeah. which is all about what. So associate is really about social wellness. You might have heard that term, but it's really about relationships. It's about our relationships with everyone, with our immediate family, whether it's a spouse or a partner, with our children and and our extended family, with our community, and certainly with our work family. Any other groups you're involved in, I mean, any community groups, whether it's a religious community or other, it's, it's your relationship with all of those people because the research is very clear. Toxic relationships increase inflammation, and they've been able to prove that with blood work, with looking at your inflammatory markers, versus um, positive relationships will literally decrease your inflammation in your body. So we know that we need to protect ourselves and we want to have as many positive relationships as possible. It's keeping us healthy. Mm-hmm. It really is keeping us healthy. It's just not this, this touchy-feely stuff that people talk about. This is truly um, based in physiology. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I imagine, I wonder which one's more powerful, really good relationships in your life or the bad relationships in your life? And I wonder which actually affects you more, whether mm. negatively or positively. So maybe we focus on like good relationships first. Okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and the relationships around you that you inte- you're intentional with mm-hmm. because they bring you some kind of joy, they feed your soul, they bring you happiness very clearly. Like yeah. for you, you always mention your grandkids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly yeah. a good association yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, so... Well, I love my kids too, but you know, the grandkids come first, so you know, just saying. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, positive relationships are so important for our life. And if you, you know, really read into the literature, um, there is some studies that will say it is our relationships with our communities, our relationships with all the people in our life that actually has a um, higher relevance to our health even than exercise and food, even. I mean, if you look at the blue zones, if you've studied anything about those blue zone areas in, in the world, that's one of the big takeaways from there is those people have very close and um, positive relationships with their neighbors and their families, and they do things together. That's what we need. That, that feeds our soul. That's why we are here, to, to help each other. Um, and so I, I really think that Again, it takes some time to reflect on that. We have to take some of that time because if we're if we're feeling stressed, um, we have to look at what's stressing us. Is it the people we are with, or is it the situation? You know, there's a lot of things we look at. But you know, when you walk into a room, if you feel good, if you mm-hmm. want to just hug everybody, and I'm a big hugger, so you know, I'm hugging everybody. Or if you want to stand back and think okay, I got to get out of here as soon as possible. <laughs> you know, we can talk about positive or negative energy in a room, but you know, you know what it feels like when you are in a room of people in any situation, whether it's for fun or for work, that, oh yeah, I am ready. 
let's dive mm -hmm. into this meeting or this this event that we are together and you don't want it to end mm -hmm. versus wow I can't wait till this meeting gets over so um, we really want to spend a lot of time thinking about mm -hmm. thinking about the people and the places that that make that happen and another thing that it brings to mind is we have to take time to do that nurturing too. Mm -hmm. You know, um, positive relationships just don't happen automatically. It's because we take time, we schedule time together with good friends. I, I'm in a book club, which I love, and this is my tribe. You know, mm -hmm. these women that are in this book club, and we meet once a month, and we meet once a month regardless. So even during, you know, when there's COVID and during other issues, we met online. Thank mm -hmm. you to Zoom. Um, because we don't want to miss being together once a month. That just feeds my soul. These are uh, one of the women in the group was a woman I met many years ago in, in, a, in a class I took on meditation, actually. And we continued to, a few of us, to meet after that because we just love discussing things. We read all sorts of books about all different topics, but um, you know, we're, we're really soul sisters in a lot of ways. And, but that's something we have to work on. You know, you have to work that into your schedule. It's the same, even with our families, you know, with our immediate family or even our extended family, everybody gets so busy. It's, you know, that then you think, oh my God, it's been months and I haven't seen this person because we, we actually have to take the time to schedule time to nurture those positive relationships too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I wonder if there's some self self-observance that needs to take place too because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. two different kinds of people there's the the extrovert and the introvert yeah, right yeah, yeah. and i think it's funny because i'm i'm very much an extrovert i never would have called myself that until a ton of other people started calling me that and then i'm like you're right i guess i am an extrovert but i have uh, a group of friends and we all kind of compare ourselves to dogs <laughs> um, and they immediately said like you know it's because she called me a golden doodle one time or i called her a pit bull i don't know which one it is but um, oh. because I'm always like everybody is, you know, like I go into a party and I'm like, yeah, I want to yeah. talk to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we will be Facebook friends after, you yeah, know, yeah. we, you know, we'll high five each other, yeah. you know, on, on Facebook and, and just kind of root for each other. I, I love having a lot of associ associations, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do have a very close circle, though, mm -hmm. but I do enjoy associating with a lot of people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where she I call her a pit bull because she's a puppy. She's awesome. But like not everyone's running up to her right. and just right. like, like right. you would a golden doodle. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah, a little yeah. bit more intimidated by a right, pit bull. Right. Um, but they are the most trustworthy and the most, mm -hmm. you know, they, they will, they will kill anyone who touches you, you yeah, know, wrong. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. will take care of their own. Yeah. It might be a close, a smaller circle, yeah. but those relationships are very, very strong. And so somebody like that can be very fulfilled. Mm -hmm. by like four strong relationships in their life right, and be right. completely fulfilled. They don't need anything else. Right. Where someone like me, it's like if I'm not meeting new people, yeah. I find it draining. You yeah, know, yeah. like I've worked from home most of my career. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I live out here in the middle mm -hmm. of nowhere at a yeah, farm. Yeah. So sometimes that piece feels like it's missing a little bit for me. Okay. Where when I talk to my pit bull friend, she's like, that sounds like a dream. There's <laughs> like no one around you. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah. so... There is a little bit of, I think, some self-reflection that has to take place yeah, when you yeah. think about associate in the sacred six and what what would feed you the mm -hmm. most versus drain you or stress you out. That those are excellent points. Every again, everyone is different. Mm -hmm. So 
we we can have just a few close relationships we can have huge numbers of friends or we can have i have like groups of friends that are in different aspects of my life and i need each of those but they they feed my soul in different ways mm -hmm. um and so that kind of works for me so you're right there are extroverts and introverts and it's whatever works for that person but we know i mean if you pay attention to your body your body will tell you if it feels good when you're in a room with people with one person or a multiple people or if you're or if you're feeling like oh oh my goodness i just can't wait to get out of here and go home we know this we have to really trust our, trust our gut yeah well let's talk about those uh tough relationships oh, in our yeah, life yeah, yeah, yeah. the ones that bring us stress yeah, because yeah. you know there's no right answer but if you have somebody in your life I mean, when do you know, or what questions should you be asking yourself to know? Like, is this something that is stressing me out enough and affecting my life and my happiness and my well-being enough mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I need to cut them out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or maybe hold them arms length away, yeah, yeah. you know, how do you know? Well, and it is reflection. It is thinking about it. Um, so I, I go back to my work with patients that are diagnosed with cancer and every single patient that I've worked with over the past 17 years has said the same thing. Wow, the people that I thought were going to be there for me during this crisis weren't. And the people that I didn't know cared about me at all are right there helping me, asking what they can do, bringing me food to our family. And, you know, it's a real aha moment when that occurs. We also have issues where when there's a crisis and that cancer is just one of them, but other crises and they're like somebody, there's a death in the family, there's an accident, things happen. And you really get to see the character of real people when there is a crisis and whether they are there for you or whether they fall apart or they don't want to be around. And so again, we have to reflect on, okay, I didn't know this about that person. Um, and what can I control? So we have to control what we can control about how we relate to these people. But if you're in a stressful situation, you need to reflect after that situation. Is this just, I mean, everybody's going to have some stress at some time. So we can't avoid stressful relationships. It's whether we can uh, only have them once in a while or in a small, small part of our life or we have them continuously. And it, it's about sitting and thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And if it's happening on a regular basis, and it's tough if it's personal. It's tough if it's in our life with our relatives or people that we know we're going to see more often. But it can be tough at work too. Oh my gosh, I have to work with this person every day. How am I going to do this? So you, re you control what you can control about yourself without giving up your values without giving up yourself and just you don't want to submit to their craziness um, and not be able to be the person you are so then you have to make the tough decisions do i want to stay in this job or do i want to stay in this area of my job maybe i want to move to another department or or stay in this work but move somewhere else we have to make and those are tough decisions but your health depends upon it too. Yeah. And sometimes I look at those challenges as um, this is your time to spiritualize about it and to say, you know, look at maybe this is a gift for me. Maybe this stressful situation, this negative association is so that I will think 
yeah, it's time for me to make a change. Mm -hmm. So don't always look at the negative relationship as a negative event. It could be the best thing that ever happened to you. And had this not, had I not had this negative experience, I would still be there. Well, now I've changed my job. I'm happier. Mm -hmm. I'm doing things that I wanted to do. So, but it takes again that time of reflection and really discerning, really being honest with yourself about is this negativity because of me? Is it because of them? Or is there something we can resolve? Can I really just literally confront this person and say, this is, I'm really uncomfortable with this and, and, and let's talk about it? Or is it just, I know it's time to cut the cord? Well, some relationships are meant to come in and go. That's right. That's you know, right. and I think that's something that people yeah. like me who are, are just, lo I'm just loyal by nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just say once my friend, always my friend. Yeah. That doesn't have to be the case, right, and that right. doesn't have to be a negative thing. Right. Some right. people really are meant to be a quick shooting star in your life yep. and then fade away, yep. and then you need to just appreciate that for what it was. Right, right. And right. then wave goodbye to it. Right, right. And it also makes me think of you mentioned the four agreements in a, in a, previous episode and I read that book annually because I can't internalize it yeah, enough yeah, yeah. especially the you know I mentioned being a, yeah. a recovering people pleaser you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. the whole not taking things personally mm -hmm. huge but I think those agreements really are a huge part of associate right, right because as much as we want to believe we can change people mm -hmm. and change their minds and make a point strong enough loud mm -hmm. enough often enough yeah. to change somebody into being somebody that we can associate with right. and that won't stress us out a lot. That's just not how it works. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, mm -hmm. we need to control what we can control, which is ourselves. Right, right. And I think, like you said, spiritualizing becomes a huge part of that. Right. You have to understand your values, where your boundaries are. And if somebody is crossing those boundaries, you need to be confident enough in yourself right, right, right. and in, in your purpose in life right. and understanding that this does not align to know what to do next, right, which right. can be really hard. I'm sure that the action that follows is tough, but mm -hmm. I think that, that if, you're, if you're in tune, like that's why we do spiritualize first, right? Mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. it just kind of covers all Everything. the other ones. Yep. If, you're, if you're grounded there, then I think your, your decisions when it comes to association is gonna be, are going to be a little bit right. easier right. or clearer. You know, I had, I've had a couple people share this with me, um, that they had some really tough relationships with a friend and just didn't, I mean, they were just going to literally kind of walk away and just never speak to that person again, but they didn't want to do that, but they just didn't know how to deal with it because they were so exhausted and stressed every time they were with that person. They decided to confront them and just very, in a very kind way, say, you know, I'm just, I'm just having a hard time. I know we, you know, we don't agree on a lot of things and it's just been, you know, kind of exhausting to me to, to, to keep, you know, meeting and spending time together. Maybe I need a break. And in fact, the other person said the same thing. And so had that person not taken the time to just be honest, just be honest, the other person wouldn't have either. And they ended up being closer <laughs> because, and they did spend some time apart. They didn't spend as much time together. They each kind of went their own way, came back together later, spent some time together later. So sometimes we're doing everyone a favor. <laughs> if we're feeling that negativity in, a, in an association, the other person might be too, and nobody knows how to say it. You know, mm -hmm. we don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings, mm -hmm. right? So... So I think I think again it's that it's that taking some time to reflect on it and knowing that 
this this is we have a short life and and i like what you said about some associations are very short you know they say some some things are here just for a season right mm -hmm. um especially when we change what we're doing like like i mentioned in in the earlier episode that i had recently retired so my associations are different now i'm not with my um uh, oakland university family i uh like i was i'm still you know doing some guest lecturing and things like that but i'm not spending that time with them so i've had to think about my associations too and i'm developing new associations as a result of it and i'm an extrovert too so i love doing that <laughs> but again we have to um take that time and make those associations they aren't going to just going to happen automatically we have to put ourselves in situations where we might meet someone mm -hmm. and finding other things, getting involved in other groups. But remember, if we're going to get involved in a new group, what other group can we eliminate? Because mm. this is where we start stressing when we, we have all of these things we're doing and, okay, I need to be with another group. And now, okay, how am I going to fit that into my schedule? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that that's, can be stressful too. So I think I'm going to drop out of that group for a while and try this other group. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, we only have yeah, so yeah. much time yeah, yeah, yeah. and energy to pass around. Um, Another point I just thought of, too, is when you, I mean, you mentioned kind of like transparency, the, the story yeah. with your friend, yeah. and just kind of being transparent and being brave enough to bring up a difficult conversation. Yeah. It's funny, because I, I can think of multiple times where, you know, one of the four agreements, too, is to not assume, right? right? right, right. And there's been multiple times where, like, I always just got a bad vibe from somebody, where I was like, that person hates me. I don't know what I did, but like, I feel like every time I come yeah, yeah, into yeah. the conversation, yeah. they shut up or they, you know, they're, they kind of start backing away yeah, yeah, or yeah. like something like that. I'm like, I don't know what it is. I don't recall anything, but I just don't mm -hmm. feel like this person really yeah, likes yeah. me very much. And then, you know, for some reason, something will bring me and that person together and, you know, it'll, she'll, they'll, they'll say something like, oh, I've just always admired you or I've always yeah. just like, love to see like what you're going to do next yeah, or like yeah, you yeah. just you you're you're fun to watch or something mm -hmm. like that and i'm like they'll give me some kind of compliment and i'm like i thought you hated me <laughs> <laughs> but it goes back to that like yeah. assuming yeah right so i think Making like sense, it's almost yeah. like um sometimes it's easy to put it on the other person that you're not getting mm -hmm. along with like mm -hmm. you know that's on them you yeah, know and yeah. i need to do my thing now or whatever yeah. but like maybe it makes sense too to look at yourself and yeah. say oh am i doing something wrong too yeah. Yeah. like there's got to be some kind of internal dialogue that has to happen and yeah. really look at the situation as a third party if mm -hmm. you can and like be yeah. like did they ever actually upset me or is this all in my head <laughs> because you know that yeah. might be relevant yeah. to some people yeah. that's really really important because we do especially when you're a people pleaser we really do um take on another person's feelings mm -hmm. um and if you're an empath which you obviously are too then that then that can you know change how you feel about the situation mm -hmm. we also think about think about association as companionship versus solitude that's another way we can think about it because companionship is finding that tribe at work in your you know family within your you know, community within the groups that you, the people that you feel comfortable with, that you can be yourself, um, that you're not afraid to share your hopes and dreams. And, but we also need that solitude. We, you know, as with spiritualizing, we need to spend some time with ourselves too, 
to reflect on our own association with ourselves uh, because we need to like who we are mm -hmm. and and reflect on how we are um, interacting with everyone and mm -hmm. do I need to you know spend more time less time with this person or that person that only happens if we spend some time mm -hmm. for reflection um, but it can be so positive too when yeah. we do that yeah and I think yeah. too overthinking like if you're an overthinker which I can be in certain areas yeah. of my life. Yeah. You overthink relationships. Yeah, yeah. You think like you're going to make a bad impression if you do that. Like mm -hmm. I think my husband gets just sick of me because he <laughs> sometimes I think out loud and I'll be like, "Well, I said that and I shouldn't have said that. I should have I should have yeah, said it yeah, like this." Yeah. I feel like she took it wrong, you know, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And he's like, "You have no clue. You're spiraling." <laughs> so I think like as an over as an overthinker in some yeah, ways, yeah. um, you know, that can also be a struggle with people. Yeah, even yeah. even when you are looking inward and right, having right. a relationship with yourself and start overthinking yeah. and yeah. over criticizing yourself yeah, that's true. too. And that can yeah. really be de like, I know people who just don't have a lot of confidence in social settings. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's not that they don't want to be social. They just don't feel confident enough to right. be social. And I think maybe that relationship with yourself, right. Like you say, if that comes first right. and you know you and you like you, you have to assume other people will as well. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. The other thing about um, um, dealing with some of these negative relationships, like I think about at a work setting, where you're you're on a committee with a person with several people, but mm -hmm. there's always one person on a committee that's just difficult to deal with. They either show up late, leave early, don't participate, or they get off on some tangent so you don't get done what you want to get done, um, and it's like, how do I deal with this? You know, you can't get off the committee, although you'd like to. <laughs> and there's sometimes when you can, so you get off the committee, you can. But how do we deal with that? And so we need to have some um, strategies going into a meeting like that. Okay, how am I going to deal with this person? Is there a way that I can bring them back? If they're going to get off on a tangent, how can we, how can, what words deflect. can I use? Yeah, deflect. <laughs> yeah. How can I bring it back to what we're talking about and acknowledge what they said but cut them off basically mm -hmm. so we can get some work done because if we don't get the work done then this is going to reflect on me as well um that happens mm -hmm. and so we need to think about what what actually will help that person if we can acknowledge what they said but find a way that we can dive into what they're saying and change the subject or bring them back to the the task at hand it's the same way if we have a boss that is difficult to deal with and so you know it's about i always think it's about what is what is my purpose in meeting with my boss at this time let's let's stick to the script let's stick to the agenda and so that we don't make it personal so that um, i can just get the work done that i need to do even though it's it's uncomfortable because sometimes we can't we can't leave that right. situation mm -hmm. but how do we how do we get through it as quickly as possible mm -hmm. um and as 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 in a way that hopefully brings us less stress and doesn't right, get us all, right, right, right. all riled up, right? Right, right, yeah. So what's the big takeaway? So I guess the big takeaway is, number one, um, reflect again on your relationships and nurture those ones that are positive and spend less time on the ones that are negative. But you got to figure out what, which, ones are, which ones are actually the most positive for you and how you can um, nurture those more and spend time more time with those people but trust your gut 
if your gut is saying, you know, you might have some people say, oh, isn't this person wonderful? And you think, oh, no, <laughs> this person just ex exhausts me and sucks the energy right out of me. So you have to trust yourself, trust your gut and what, what is happening with you with the relationships and then find those people that bring you joy, find those people that help you live your purpose, that help you live your life with intention. And that's where you want to spend the majority of your time. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. Okay. And then, um, so this was associate. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. And then on the next one, talk about the C. Consume. Which is your favorite. Yes. I love it. Of course, we could talk for hours about this. And I know we don't have that time. It's about consuming through all of our senses. So we'll talk about that. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm.